What's the deal, Playboy? Huh? What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy. Back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast. The official podcast of Herschel Walker, man. Go Herschel. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just messing around, man. But you know, when I'm in the building, I'm with my dog, my partner, my guy. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What's good, brother? Chilling, man. What's good? Go Herschel. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Herschel all, Walker, that, all the algorithms going to blow up, man. <laughs> I def- I'm definitely not behind Herschel, man. I'm- I'm behind Obama and whoever he he going for. Obama's out this week Where spitting flames. It, the tone is mad different. Uh, I think he just had to probably like in the background, the people probably had to coach him up. Be like, listen, man, there ain't no more of that. Go high, go low. Don't <laughs> don't boo vote shit. It's straight up ether. You gotta you gotta come out straight up. Like <laughs> you remember uh, Shannon and and goddamn. Uh, KRS, goddamn Jay Z, Nas, <laughs> Cannabis LL, <laughs> Cannabis LL is that, bro? It ain't no more uh, Quincy Jones. We are the world, shit, man. It's straight you know, up. Tomorrow will bring a yeah, better man. you. Fuck all that Obama. Yeah, nah. I didn't even like Herschel Walker when he played football. <laughs> so, <laughs> how y'all gonna vote for Herschel Walker? He's a yeah. wild boy of the year, but he out there. He doing yeah, it, man. Yeah. Uh, midterm elections are coming up, so don't talk about it. Be about it. Make sure you leave your crib and uh, go vote when it comes to your place. I heard early voting is starting in uh, my in New York or something like that soon. So if it hasn't started already, um, but yeah, get out there, vote, make your voice be heard. And I don't want to hear you complaining if you ain't voting. Yeah. What's good, man? What's good with you, brother? Not much, man. Just here chilling. Hall- Halloween is nigh. Halloween is upon us. Got my official, you know what I'm saying, killing it since 81. <laughs> Put on, you know what I mean? Um, just did the AO Niche uh, and Friends Nightmare on Main Street party. Went down last night in Poughkeepsie. That was that was tons of fun. You're going to see the pictures on my social media if you haven't seen them already. Um, it was it was a blast, bro. <laughs> I think I sent you a little, like, a, 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 yeah. a Polaroid, like, in the middle of the night. Uh, but, yeah, that was, that was crazy because we had just gotten home. I'm off for, like, two hours of sleep. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I'm about to hit the road too, man. It's been a wild week for your boy. I uh my mom's um God bless, you know, she had to get uh knee surgery. And mm-hmm. um so I was down in the city. I was kicking it with my pops. You know, my pops a little bit older. So um it, dad is my dad's eighty eight years old, bro. <laughs> so yeah, just had to make sure, you know, everything was good in the crib. Um and they got a dog too, so I was looking after the dog and everything. Um and then mom's, you know what I mean, had to drop into the surgery. I was in the hospital. Mad Eye was on, on the day that we dropped it there, which was understood. It was going to be like that. Um, and then got back, did a live with Niche um, that night. Um, you, know, you know, we visited moms. And there's a lot of, you know, a lot of taking care of dad. And I, don't, I don't know if I spoke about it before in this podcast. My dad's memory is like a little bit uh, it's off. You know what I mean? Um, but he's also an 88-year-old man, so it's kind of like understandable. Um, but it is like... I don't know how to explain it. It's like weird. He does ask the same questions. Or he kept asking where my mom is at, which I, you know, like his, obviously your, your comfort zone is off. He keeps wondering like where she at or when she's coming. Um, and it's like, it was like maybe like every 10 minutes, stop. You know what I mean? Sometimes mm-hmm. five minutes. But I just, I don't know. I didn't really get annoyed by it. Um, I can see how some people could get, uh, I guess a little bit emotional by it. But um, it didn't really hit me like that, I guess maybe because of his age. And also we've been dealing with his memory loss for a while now also. Um, this is probably the most amount of time that I've been with it in 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 one, you know what I mean, like uh like sitting. <laughs> Usually I'll visit for a couple hours or, you know what I mean, a day tops. But um no, but it's but it's weird too, because he still like has this like like cognitive certainly you know, like everything is still good for the most part. It's just a little bit his memories. Or but he'll still like 
you know, I mean, he'll still crack a joke. Like, I asked him how old he was, and he was, like, 26 going on 27, like, just right away, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, but then he did remember his actual age, which I thought right, was pretty right. impressive. Um, and then, like, just, just little things, like, cracking on my mom, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, little things, just know that he's still, like, like kind of, you know what I mean? He's still with us and, and, and whatnot. So, it was cool just to uh, spend this time, and, I, you know, I'm going back, uh, spend a day or two with them again. Um but it, it was a lot of responsibility. Like uh, my mom's asked me to like you know hold it down, and I, I, I probably should have asked a lot more questions. I get there, I'm like, oh damn, I got a dog I'm responsible for again. I got to yeah. walk, walk a dog, and and then my dad don't know where nothing's at in the crib. So every time mm-hmm. I need something, it's like I either got to call my mom or just like start start the the scavenger hunt. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that so it's, it was it's I want to go home, <laughs> to, say, <laughs> to say the least. But yeah, I, um, I mean the brain is incredible. I mean like what you're talking about, like certain things are sharp. Certain things aren't as sharp, mm-hmm. and um, I mean it's difficult for me to understand. But you know, I, for instance, like they got that senator in, and um, that guy running for senator in, in Pennsylvania, and he just had a stroke, mm. and like er- everything is sharp except that, um, like his, I guess like the the speech part is not connecting to the the brain, but like he knows like. If you hear him and you don't know better, you'd be like, oh, this guy doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But, like, he knows everything that's going on. It's just that he has, like, speech connections. So, like, perceiving speech, he, they have to give him a teleprompter, like a closed caption, so he could read it. Because, uh-huh. like, the, 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 the connection from hearing it to processing it as, like, words and thoughts is, like, off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, the, like, to actually put sentences out there, like, solid sentences out there is off. Mm. But he comprehends everything. He knows everything. And decision making is sharp and all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I say that to say, like the brain, like just the way it works, like it's, it's hard to it's hard to tell, like if one thing is kind of slipping, what else is slipping or not slipping? Yeah, yeah. Or you just assume everything is because exactly. Is, yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of people just assume like, yo, everything is just like gone, but that's not how it works usually. Mm. Exactly. Um, nah, uh, and, and Jason, uh, shout out to our homeboy Jason. He put us onto that book about the child's brain. So it's yeah. like what you say, it's like it's it's really interesting how we just go through these different stages in life, what your brain does, just the effects alcohol, drugs, you know what I'm saying, have on your brain, head injuries. Um, yep. that's like like the Tua injury that we seen a couple of weeks ago, and just the reaction his hands had to that. I thought that was fascinating, uh, to say the least, you know what I'm saying, just how yep. like. Something like that could affect it, but the brain is. A, it, I, that's why I'm like super funny about our head injuries. Like I don't get into fights. <laughs> I, I get I get very pl- pissed off if somebody like plays around, hits me in the head. Like we ain't, nah, we ain't with the shits, bro. It's <laughs> <laughs> not. Nah, don't hit me in my head. Don't hit me in my teeth, man. That's <laughs> when I was when I was uh, when we was kids, uh, a lot of. I, I don't know where it came from culturally, but a lot of black people are serious about you touching their face. I get the acne thing, but I feel as if like not everybody cared about acne. It was just like some culture, like, yo, you're not allowed to touch my face. Like, like you have to come just, close to the face. Yeah, you yeah. like, hands is too close to my face. It's too, too close, man. Yo, it, 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 it's just crazy. But when I was in, uh, when I went to college in Stony Brook, out there, uh, a popular business, and I don't know if maybe it's a business that's popular in all suburbs, and we never know about it, but it's a lot of, like, um, care homes, like residential care type stuff. So uh, I worked for two of them, okay. and one of them I worked with it was for tra- traumatic brain injury. So um, out there, a lot of homes was for, you know, folks with, like, developmental disabilities or um things that like uh, stunted like intellectual growth and stuff like that but this particular thing was for traumatic brain injury 
So people who don't know any wiser would think that um, the the residents of homes like that is like they can't uh, perceive things or whatever, whatever. But like they were there because they had some kind of like knock to the head or, or something like that that gave them like some type of permanent damage. War a lot of people or something like that, or veterans or like. Um, a motor vehicle accident or oh, okay. um, a violent crime. One guy had a, it was a violent crime. They hit him in the head with a bat, and you know. So because of like the accidents related to the brain injury, a lot of people were in wheelchairs or walkers. Mm. Um, the guy hit with the bat. He, he was motor wise, he was fine, but just certain things like you know. So some people, the memory is super sharp, but like short term memory, like stuff within the last three five three to five years was off. Mm. Um, like one, there was one dude at the time to see, this is like 15 years ago at the time he was in his sixties, like in his early sixties. And he would just talk about stuff from when he was, you know, before the accident, when he was younger. And he was like, yeah, you know, I was one time, it was a white dude. So I was dating this, this, uh, colored woman, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like Charles, man. <laughs> I was like, you know what? You rock out, man. I just let him finish his story because he saw it. It sounded like it was going to be good, so I didn't know. If to... Bro, he could have used a lot worse words from the 1960s. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He probably be, that was him being respectful because it sounded like he had a lot of adoration for this woman. He's like, yo, this colored woman, amazing, took care of me, da 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 And I'm like, damn. Like, I feel you, man. You know what I'm saying? So That pussy was amazing. <laughs> 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 never, never forget. <laughs> yeah, but the, whatever part of the, the brain that was injured, it also had um, he had issues with um, controlling his temper. So mm-hmm. like, he, like a, because of the car accident, a lot of his body was like kind of you know he, he couldn't move at all really, and he was like lean to the like one side and stuff like that, and he was in a wheelchair. But like one of his legs worked pretty well, and he was able to kind of like move backwards because he could push. The mm. wheelchair, so therefore he would be in reverse a lot. Mm. And um, one time he grabbed a kitchen knife and went after this woman, but like she she was in a wheelchair also, but she was a lot more mobile than him. So it wasn't like an immediate threat, but it was very scary. Yeah, because it's like he went after somebody else, and especially regardless of his abilities, like it was a man going after a woman, um, with a, a deadly weapon and stuff like that. Is he going but, backwards too? He was going backwards, yeah. Oh, hell of <laughs> Nigga just going crazy with it. Just, they were, <laughs> were hella yeah, was, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> nah, um, I don't play with brain injury. I don't know if I spoke about it on here, but my daughter um, had gotten in trouble because uh, one of the other parents on the block had came up to me um, and was like, yo, there was an altercation. Uh, your daughter, like, pushed my kid. And my, my daughter's friends with her daughter. And um, my daughter's also a lot bigger than her daughter. Same age. But, you know, my daughter's a little taller for her age. And this particular young lady's real small for her age. Uh-huh. And my daughter uh, basically got mad about something, lost her temper, and pushed her. And my daughter admitted it when I came up to her and asked her. She didn't try to hide it. But one of the things I had to stress was, like, one, you're bigger than this person. So, you're like, you, you probably wouldn't have done that she was bigger than you. So, don't be a punk. But two... You can't be just hit people. You you know you only hit people to defend yourself. Because if you pushed her down and she hit her head, she could die. And there's there's documentaries yeah. out about like how one put one hit. It's not like the punch that knocks them, but the hit to the ground, that that impact yeah. to the ground that that like that does damage. And it's like you don't even play around with that. Don't jump nobody. Don't you know what I'm saying? You could just you could just randomly just be hitting someone and not think of the effect of it. And that person lands on their head. You in jail. You know what I'm saying? You you locked up, and it's just like that's that was something I had to push. And and you even just said it just now. It made me think, and not to 
we've belabored the Kanye West fact, a uh, uh, thing that, that that's been going on in the news the past couple of, uh, weeks. But that car accident he had, you know what I'm saying? Like that jo- broke his jaw. That's a that's a traumatic head injury. Like I mean, we yeah. didn't really know him too well before that um, to like compare before and after, but. Uh, that could be part of why his behavior is so erratic, is so impulsive, because, you know, the same thing we see with people that have uh, years of playing football and, and brain injuries from that. Like, they they reach a certain point where their temper is is, is just off the chain. They're very impulsive. They have no uh, impulse control. You know what I mean? So it's just like it, we could be seeing the effects of a head injury, uh, I mean, along with other stuff as well. But, yeah, that, I mean, that, that possible cause. Yeah, that big that big hit that uh, Antonio Brown took from that uh, was the, the linebacker Burfick or something Burfick, like. Yep. Yeah, uh, somebody was showing like a video of him before the hit, like doing an interview, like one of them uh, locker room vi- uh, pregame or oh, postgame and whatever it was. But like he was like just breaking down the game, mad like um, very precise and like almost like how head coaches be talking, like mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you know, we went in there and then you know, and I was just using all the the tactical words and shit like that. And then, <laughs> Like you compare it to now when he's showing his ass in some pool in, in Abu Dhabi, <laughs> which is not funny, but yeah, no, it's he probably was like could tell you sequences, he probably could tell yeah. you full, like this, like this happened, and they got the ball, then they did, you know what I'm saying, and like yeah. it, his brain is just focused on causing trouble and, and, and bullshit and nonsense now, but um, nah, man, it's been a it's, it's been a crazy week, uh, for your boy. Um, one thing I didn't mind about being in the hospital, and I'll say this too, like every it was annoying, it was like. Mm-hmm. You know, back in, not annoying is the wrong word, but it was, it wasn't my comfort zone and my usual chill and my usual just be able to do what I wanted to do. It was like, yo, I gotta, you know, be out of that. But a lot of people were in that hospital for more serious reasons, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I had to really just be thankful of my blessing. Like, my mom was in here for like, you know, knee surgery and, and something that she already had, but it, it, it could have been much worse. So even my dad, like, we're talking about head injuries. Like, as, as bad as my dad's memory is, short term memory is, is that, it's not like, to probably just some of the patients that you've dealt with in, in that facility and stuff like that. So you really just got to thank your blessings and, and say that God is good. And um, another God is good moment is there was a lot of fine nurses in that hospital, bro, walking around in them scrubs. <laughs> like, I don't know how you made it out the, your hospital days, bro. <laughs> Unmarried <Made it> out. <laughs> <laughs> not, knocking, not knocking nothing up, man, because there was some, some baddies walking around in them scrubs, bro. Well, as far as making it out, I mean uh... – Similar to your thing of the people there for more serious things, I think their jobs much more dangerous than than somewhere with a with attractive people in it. Uh, <laughs> I now, think, but you, but you told me so that that it was kind of like a, I guess when you were younger, but you said it was kind of like a bit of a college atmosphere when you worked around the other young people in hospitals. Um, mm-hmm. with just the social aspect of it, so I'd imagine it's some type of romantic. I mean, I seen Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it gotta be true, right? That shit is a biopic. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, when you think about a hospital, it's a lot of people with um, a lot of young people. It's just a lot of people, period. So you're just gonna have there's a certain uh, social aspect to that where there's there's not there's no cubicles. You kind of, you know what I'm saying? And it's high stress where everyone's experiencing that stress. So you you lean on your colleagues a lot. Mm, yeah. So I think for, for that reason, um, you get something like a Grey's Well, not as, well, I'm going to say not as crazy as Grey's Anatomy. I guess, I don't know how much truth is based on. Like if they took a real hospital and say, yeah, man, the, the people be dating like this or whatever. But it, it's a fact that there's a lot of young people and, there's, and there's, they're under high stress, a lot of them. They're experiencing it together. They spend long hours together, mm-hmm. so you you know you might see some 
something fraternizing. <laughs> Which happens at all jobs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's I I um what was it? it was just about like two jobs ago. I remember I was like, yo, I was a wild boy. <laughs> I sit back in my time and I'm just like, bro, like imagine if you still work there and you're like, yo, I've messed with multiple girls. Like, I don't know, just in in, in my twenties, I guess that'd be cool, but maybe I judge somebody like, oh really? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't mess with that many people here. But it's also, I guess, when you're in that um Maybe that's why a lot of people get in trouble in the workplace. Because I guess when you're still young, you're still in that college, like, or, or just not college, I should say, but just like we dated people we went to school with. We're yeah. at the, and now we're at the um, a place every day similar to how we went to school. You know, it was, it's your workplace. These people are young. They're attractive. They're just like you. Um, that I did view the workplace as like a potential date. And it's like, and actually my current girlfriend, I met her at another job. So, um, but I guess I never crossed the line. I never acted well with somebody that didn't, Give me that energy, I guess, already to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. But I can see how a lot of people do get themselves in trouble because they that they they can't blur it, they can't unblur it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. even just being in the hospital, like I was just seeing the security guard talking to the chick at the front desk, and I was like, it was just friendly. You know what I'm saying? But I can see how it could get like, all right, he just gets a little too comfortable, and maybe he makes a joke with her one day, and then now nah, he finds himself in trouble. And that uh, yeah. we weren't really all, we weren't trained to do that. I mean, nowadays they're doing training where they're teaching people like this isn't a bar, this isn't that place. But I might have been <laughs> if I had a medical degree of some sort, I might have found myself in some trouble back in them days, bro. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 back then when I was working, they had training, but the training was um, they trained about stuff like that. Like if it's what matters more in situations like that is how the person on the other end of it perceives it. Mm. So don't, you know, make sure you're uh, acting up to snuff when it comes to, you know, sexual harassment and stuff like that. To some extent, I feel like it was a kind of a formality by, listen, man, I'm telling y'all. So now, now, you know, if (laughs) if something happens, it probably won't. This is the tone. You know what I'm saying? It Mm -hmm. probably won't, but now, you know, and it's on you. Yeah, but you know now it's more of a serious thing where people are being held accountable for behavior like that and all that. So I, got, I would imagine that it's more serious the the training behind that type of thing. It's got to be, bro. But I, I work in where I worked in a warehouse currently. I worked in one before. And yeah. that How'd culture. you make it out of there, man? We, I mean, we know warehouse. <laughs> well, I didn't. <laughs> My current girlfriend <laughs> at the other one, but um. Nah, and <laughs> that's funny because I met my kid's mom around there too, but not yeah. in the same place. But um, it, 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 it no, it, it's not enough. I should say that. Like I, remember, I know in both places, my current place that I work is a little bit better, not as bad because it's not as male dominant. But in my former workplace, it was just mad dudes. It'd be like if every, every once in a while, a girl would come and do this the selector job, which is a, a physical position, or at the desk, or you know, one of those positions. Um. But there wasn't enough of them to, for the culture to understand. Like, there's still a you know guys who don't interact with I think women sometimes at all. So they they don't know that that's inappropriate or don't care. Or when something inappropriate happens, they mm-hmm. don't know the proper way to treat it because they're used to telling guys to just you know brush it off, get over it. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, it, 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 it's it, it, it's I'm sure there's a lot of places like that where you know what I mean some type of nonsense probably exists. Um, but yeah, it is what it is, man. Um, let's get to the news, though, man. It's been a, a crazy week for not only myself, but uh, you know, a couple of people out here uh, in these streets. Um, Nancy Pelosi's house was broken into in the middle of the night, and her husband was attacked by uh, one of them wild January 6th boys 
<laughs> now I don't know if he was there. I ain't gonna call him that, but I wouldn't doubt he uh, he got the invite. Um, ran through the house screaming, "Where's Nancy? Where's Nancy?" Which is nuts, bro. Um, I'm see, make sure I got his name right. Um, the, I know from what I understand though that the gentleman. Uh, who David uh, DePape, he's 42 years old, and he was one of those, um, not one of those, I shouldn't say that, but he was a gentleman who was very influenced by, I guess maybe the, the QAnon movement, the, uh, the this internet uh, conspiracy movement. He had a lot of conspiracy theories on his uh, uh, social media about uh, COVID-19, vaccines, the 2020 election. He fit the description. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, and he understood the assignment because he, uh, I don't know how he got it, but he got up in there and, yeah, disrespected that security system or, or, or just caught him slipping. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the crazy part. Like, so, like, probably like a, a week leading up to the, the, uh, the assault on Paul Pelosi. That's his name, right? Yeah, uh, Paul Pelosi, yeah. Paul Pelosi. Um, the wifey was telling me about, like, she saw, like, in all the apps and all the feeds and stuff that, like, people are, are like, breaking into people's uh, houses in the neighborhood or people kind of lurking around the, uh, the cars and stuff. And, you know, you catch more Cal- security In California camera. or in Jersey? No, around my around uh, my neighborhood yeah. in, in Jersey. So, uh, so then, you know, I started looking up security systems and I kind of, you know, yeah, you know, you start looking, shop around for shit. You're like, all right, man, I'm just tired. Let me just go do something else. <laughs> and then just leave it there in your cart or something like that. And yeah, then, yeah. like, probably like a, a day or two later, then the Paul Pelosi show. I'm like, yo, if they could get them, in, right? She's second in line to be president. <laughs> what the hell are they going to do to me? Like, they could just walk into my crib. <laughs> That's what I t- And get away with it, right? <laughs> and, get, and get away with it. My, my, my bitch ass security system. Like, if, if my security system, like, if they security system couldn't handle it, in the daytime, like, what's mine going to do? So, yeah. uh, needless to say, I'm. I don't know if I'm going to wait for Prime Day to buy new cameras and shit for the crib. <laughs> Catch that Black Friday sale. Because <laughs> between COVID and, and the and the resurgence of the uh, of, of the Confederacy, I don't know what. Like, the, the, just the crime spike and the types of crimes we have to live with and protect ourselves against is just, man, it's... it's I see how people be scaring the shit out of a, a lot of people. Say, man, crime is up, y'all. You mm. know who's who, who's who's accountable for it. And people be like, yeah, man, crime crime is up. Even though they live somewhere in, in the in some on some safe ass farm with armed to the teeth and shit like that. Is you know a lot of crime happening in cities. But shit, the but Chris that's, Red. That's... I don't know if you know him. He's one of the com- no, no, go ahead. My fault. He's one of the com- comedians from SNL. Well, a former uh, cast on SNL. He he just um. Last season was his last. The previous season was his last season. Uh, he was getting yep. out of the car. Somebody just punched him in the face. Got caught out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to the hospital. It's coming up. And have you heard? Yeah, man. Well, I heard. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard? They got punched in the face. Like the, just the nature of crimes. Too. Like they took his chain. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because at first I was real scared. Because I'm like, yo, they ain't robbed my nothing. And he's not like that level of fame where it's like, yo, let's. You know what I'm saying? Like he's famous, but. Yeah. But okay, they took his chain. It kind of makes sense now. DJ Envy said it sounds personal. The car probably nice. He's jumping out of too. Yeah. Somebody's like, it sounds personal. I was like, no, it don't. <laughs> what you mean? It sounds like they just know him from somewhere. they like, oh, he's a person of interest. Like, that, that, you know what I mean? Or, or they saw people giving him attention. Who knows? Yeah. It's, it's it, like semi personal. Like, 
it sound personal. Sounds like he was he his crew got in trouble with another crew. I just I don't get the feeling that he has a crew that will get into that type of trouble. <laughs> At least well, not in New York. And uh, but yeah, he probably you know he has money, right? Mm-hmm. So he probably has some some nice things on. He's probably going in to perform or something like that. So yeah, yeah, man, that crime shit is. It's like man, if they can get these motherfuckers, man, what are they gonna do to me? <laughs> Well, uh, that's the funny thing. Like, what they say the the best trick the devil ever did was convince uh, that the world that he didn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's like with these conspiracy theorists, right? It's like this feeds right into their narrative because, well, Nancy wasn't home, <laughs> so who knows? This must be a setup right before midterms. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They get to they get to run. It's like what Kanye is to bring him up again. They get to you know he gets to say, oh, Jews uh, run the media and uh, you know they they run all the businesses, and then he starts losing his businesses. He's like, see. <laughs> see no it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah, that's just crazy it's like no it's a self-fulfilling prophecy dumbass like you know what i'm saying and in this case um no it is it is i guess you know it could have been a lot worse if nancy was home um but yeah homie just getting in in the middle of the night security detail who, who i guess was non-existent at the time and that's some scary shit because it's like so many of these crazy people out there that just believe anything they see on social media um i was telling respect that the Donald Trumps of the world and the Kanye's of the world have they get suspended and banned from these social media sites, and we'll see how long that lasts for. But um, not because of what they're saying, because that is an honest violation of this person's right to free speech. But it's because what they're saying is so dangerous because the amount of people not, one that hear it and two might believe it and three might act upon it. So when they're talking that dangerous shit, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. got to protect the idiots out there and, and just be like, yo, take take this one person off to protect the hundreds that, that are going to do some dumb shit because they heard it on QAnon or they heard it um, in, 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 a, in a, a chat room or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, in a, a, a news feed of some sort. So it's just like, nah, it, it's it's... It's sad, you know what I'm saying, and it really is because it's yeah. not. It's not gonna like January 6th didn't end with any politicians um, passing away. You know what I'm saying. This didn't end with any politicians passing away. But how much closer are they getting? You know what I mean. Like, wasn't they at Judge Kavanaugh's crib? You know what I'm saying, doing some wild shit. Like, you know what I'm saying. They're saying that FBI's picking up a lot of um, chatter on uh, the dark web or, or even just out in the open about people wanting to hurt um, politicians um, and even law enforcement. So yeah. it's a crazy place we're at. You know, it's like that dude who showed up to the pizza shop ready to to shoot shit up because he heard Hillary Clinton was cooking up babies and some shit like that, <laughs> or or the dudes who was who had a real plot to to kidnap the governor of Michigan and and, and do some things to yeah, Gretchen yeah. Whitmer, I think her name is yeah. Really wrong. Um, well, the pizza dude, at least he was apologetic. I heard after he realized he was like, "Oh, this shit, wait, this shit ain't real." <laughs> I, yo, some of the shit is so bizarre. It's like, what's more scary? Because it's like, like when you have a dude like that, like, oh shit, that it wasn't here. That's not happening. Oh my bad. Let me put my shit away and then put these motherfucking big ass shotgun back. Put my damn uh, bow back in my quiver. My bad, y'all. I didn't even know. I was ready to. It's just made up. <laughs> yo, it's like to go- bring a guy like that who, at at his core, is probably decent, but like. The all the the social media shows able to bring about a part of him that's absolutely savage, and he's about to do savage shit to people who work at a pizza shop who is probably the second most innocent people next to a daycare. Like <laughs> it's that shit is it's kind of scary. Like if you motivate a savage, right? It was just a crazy dude, but like yo, I was crazy, but. These niggas gave me a purpose. Let's go, Trump. But like, if you took a dude who was just like there watching like 
No, he's probably watching Atlanta at home. Then he probably got on his phone. Babies, Clinton. <laughs> Gotta be true. Fiorello's Pizza on what? I'm here. I'm let's go. I'm tooling up. Click, click. Looking at pictures, pictures of Epstein and Bill. <laughs> like, it must be true. Yeah, it is crazy. And the, but the, the the be laughing, but the scary part about it is they all got access to the same guns. That, <laughs> that the same people have access to, and it's it's like it's not uh, a game when that could have went left. You know what I'm saying? Imagine yeah. being at work and homie just shows up, but you know what I mean. But what if somebody else would have popped off? You know what I mean? And it, it's it's funny to at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? But it's not because it's like these motherfuckers really believe in this shit, and whether they it's, and you can't even have art. It's like I can't even like sit you down and be like, bro, this isn't true because. Cause they're gonna, they once they already believe what they believe are facts, they're gonna think it. And whatever this guy believes about Nancy Pelosi, Paul Pelosi, or whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, it's out there already. It's, it, it is what it is. And to him, those are facts. That's law. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Paul Pelosi, from what I hear, is really good at picking stocks. Like if he was a, what a hedge fund operator, he'd be the top one. Like they, I think they compare his. There's a, it's funny if you type it in Paul Pelosi stocks. Like yeah. everything, Paul Pelosi stock tracker is just, and I've heard that years ago that they're, he's great at picking stocks and that seems fishy. Um, also, and sometimes they're fishy stock moves. I mean, shit like that causes people to get mad. That could just be jealousy. But right. you combine that with the conspiracy theories and now you got an idiot that's popping up in your crib in the middle of the night beating, beating your head with a hammer. Yeah. Hit him in his head? Yeah. Hit him in the Damn. head. Damn. <laughs> And it's funny because I think he stayed on the he got the reason the cops showed up so fast is he called the cops and stayed on the phone while the dude was in his crib attacking yeah. him. But then he he got into a tussle with him. Um, so the cop statement is when we showed up, both men were holding the hammer. So I feel like Paul kind of glanced and seen the cops and was like, "I'm good," <laughs> and kind of let the hammer go. And they yeah. said, "Homie, hit him." That's when homie like hit him in the head because he like he took the hammer from him and he started, and that's when he, I guess he fractured his skull. Um, he's had some serious injuries, but I feel like part of it was like, oh, I knew the, if the cops showed up, I'd be like, oh, I'm good. I'm like, yo, yeah. y'all let this nigga hit me in the head? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Word. Sh- shoot. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Hands down. Don't shoot, nigga. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But uh, thoughts and prayers with Paul Pelosi, because like I was just talking about anybody with a head injury. You just you said homie got hit with a baseball bat. So an mm-hmm. old man getting hit in the head like that is nothing to play around with. No jokes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, man. Um, what else is happening this week, yo? Your boy Elon completed that Twitter sale. He's like, I ain't going to court. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't playing around for forty-four billion. Let's do this, man. Let me ask you a question. When uh, uh, forty, he doesn't take forty-four billion out of his own money. Like, he gets a loan, right? Yeah, he probably get a. If I'm guessing, he'll get a loan. Even if he had forty-four billion, he may not want to. It's not necessarily good business. Just come out and be like, yo, I'm gonna just pay forty-four billion of my own cash and. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I might get a loan, partners, or whatever. I don't know all the different maneuvers, but for that yeah. for that amount of money, he's, I would you know. imagine so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's done. It's his now. The bird is free. He tweeted out. Elon Musk uh, tweeted that out there, and a lot of people are nervous because he got up in the building and just started firing top top executives, which is something I don't, I don't think it was too surprising. He kind of alluded to that. Yeah. Um, he said he wanted to cut the staff if he were to take. I mean, he. he he was he was writing uh putting them on some of jam screens before so even so it'd probably just be awkward they probably would end up quitting anyway so I might yeah, as well just yeah, yeah. go go ahead and make it change this fast he's like all right security's gonna come into your office just make this peaceful <laughs> follow yeah. him out you know what I mean um yeah, yeah it's it's official um I actually had like a resurgence on Twitter this past year um just getting on there um I don't know if you use it as much but I mean are are you 
worried about the brand or where, where it's going to go or, or even um, what type of dangerous um, effect it might have on the social media platform because of his open stance on like free speech and, and whatnot. Yeah, I, I wonder how they're going to make money. Like if, if um, I don't know, if t- Twitter probably does advertisements, if I'm guessing, I don't know. And if it becomes a wild west on Twitter, and I, I can't imagine that advertisers... Unless you advertise advertising like ammo and shit, like <laughs> I don't see, I don't see how you would want to be on bang with Twitter. Like, I mean, Twitter is already not super attractive, so mm-hmm. I'm not that I'm worried. I'm just curious. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like how how much worse can it get? He might just say, "Yo, I'm gonna just run this shit down to the ground." I don't know. I can't well, imagine you would 44 billion. You wouldn't want to run shit down to the ground. Is Twitter publicly traded? I believe so. Yeah. It so I heard. That, I, uh, my wife said that she heard that they might want to take it private. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what everyone's saying. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I, I could have sworn I've seen Twitter on the stock exchange, but okay, so if he, he has the right to take it off. You know, the ability it, it, this procedures and shit with it, because when you're a publicly traded companies, it's like public regulatory type shit that, that yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. deal with. So, yeah, answer to. So, so therefore, to take it private, I'm sure there's like procedures and law lawyer type accounting type shit that you gotta deal with. Got you, got you. Um, I, like I said, I... I said before, there's a lot of people out there who are uh, misled very easily, mm-hmm. and they can be um, led astray very easily. And obviously, if you just get anybody the platform to talk, um, that could be misleading. And also, the bigger the person's audience, the the more people they can affect. But do I think it's fair to take people off of Twitter when because of what they say? No. Right. I don't yeah. think so because that's a slippery slope and that's when other people, uh, the people who are in control right now are not in control and that's a flip sides. They got now precedent to now ban people. And I right. think it, it, it's um, how you can't tell the former president he can't be on Twitter, but James Lee down the street could say the same exact shit that he is to his circle and probably grows followers every day. Yeah. Um. So it's like it's ass backwards to, to to do one or the other. Now, do I? I think Donald Trump is a, is is very dangerous and um, very uh, you know just just silly in the stuff that he says. Um, and the fact that there are people out there who can be misled by that silliness. Um, I think is dangerous. But maybe we got to find a different way to combat it. And I don't. I don't have a suggestion. But I don't know if all out bans on <laughs> people's voices is the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a rough one, but we'll see where Elon uh, Elon takes it. Um, the the yeah stocks is taking a hit from what I heard. Um, even I think uh, I like uh, Tesla and everything because everything he's affected and he's just so big in the media that I mean it's so volatile that when he starts talking, people get a little nervous. Um, but we'll see how it goes, man. Um, let's take it to my favorite segment right now, Keith. It's called Had You Heard. I got a quest. Now the question I ask you is how bad you want to know. I hear headlines in the news and I bring it to the table and see if uh, my dog Keith has heard. Uh, Looks like your boy Tom Brady, man. He was having a rough week, lost Thursday night football, and then bam, that divorce is finalized. Um, Which I guess, you know, was a good thing because they could have dragged it on for a long time. Um, And I guess if you know you're going to get divorced, but Tom and Giselle officially divorced, man. Have you heard? I did hear that's un- unfortunate. That's you know, it's, it's rough to see, especially you know he's not having as much success on the field as as he used to. So I know that that's happening happening in the background. I can imagine that's really, really distracting, especially the the level of focus he's known for putting into the game. Mm-hmm. To have this happening, uh, you know, at home is is rough. That's, well, he had that 
that thing in preseason too, when he had left for like eleven days, mm-hmm. um, which you know might might be related to this. Who knows? But it's just you know that that's it's well. What I was going through this week with my parents, um, like I said, it wasn't nothing bad. It wasn't the most terrible thing, but it was a different level of stress. And yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I was able to uh, perform last night at a gig, and that was like the stress relief. It was like, oh, it all came out. I wasn't thinking about it at all. I got to like any emotions that I was feeling. It it was like, yo, let's 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 get it out here. Let's express it here. And it 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 I think for me worked out for a positive. But I can yeah. imagine that you know Tom turns to football when there's not that something going on. But it could be hard to concentrate when things yeah. ain't good with wifey. I ain't good in a lot of other places, so it's, it's got to be rough. Yeah, it's a rough one, man. <laughs> uh, but but thoughts and prayers with both of them, and you know, shout out to their family. Everybody, hope they're able to move on from it. Uh, Keith, have you heard Adidas decided to end their partnership with Yeezy um, and Kanye West, also known as Ye, because of his uh, anti-Semitic comments, which I've seen, and I guess other racial comments he made, but they seem to put more of a focus on the anti-Semitic stuff um, that he said, um, causing Kanye to lose his billions billionaire status. Um, and causing Adidas to probably take a hit in this fourth quarter, but they were like, "We got to do it." Uh, have you heard? I did. Uh, it's, it's it's not it's not surprising uh, because of the level that Kanye went to with, with all his shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know Adidas is probably a hard decision because they quite they're quite tied together financially. That that Yeezy shit brought in, brought in a lot of money. We wasn't paying oh. attention to Adidas before Yeezy got there. Exactly. <laughs> In fact, we still didn't pay attention to, to Adidas because <laughs> Kanye took that Adidas shit off of the shoe. Like you forgot that it was, Adidas had something to do with it. Word. So, because um, before Adidas helped Kanye more, then as things went on, the brand got so strong that Kanye having his affiliation with them helped them more. Like make that made them legit on the uh, you know uh, on the hype beast market. Mm-hmm. But I know it was probably a hard decision for them, but it probably just got too far. At first, he was probably like, you know, we we'll go DefCon and all, whatever. And they're like, he wasn't specific, though. You, you go with us, Kanye. But then after a while, it's like, <laughs> shit. Like, damn, bro. All right, I guess we got to tie our wagon to James Harden now because this shit is real. <laughs> they're also a German company. Um, mm-hmm. And they... You know, frown upon was, that. And- what's funny is that Kanye made people re- realize that shit. And I, at least me, and knowing that that I am close to realize, like brought it top of mind that Adidas is a German company. I mean, we've been living in, with Adidas, you know, since Run DMC, and yep. just never thought mm-hmm. about the German aspect of, the, of them until <laughs> Kanye and anti-Semitic shit. And he, he went on Drink Champs and said something like, oh, I'm going to make anti-Semitic comments and Adidas won't drop me. And they were like, well, now you forced our hand, bro. All right, Keith, that's another episode in the books, man. Uh, definitely a pleasure doing an episode with you, man. Where can my people find you at on social media? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Yes, sir. You can find me um, on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Also, uh, check me out at Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram. You can follow the whole entire Perfect Talk Massive and everything we do. Check out the website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. You know how it's going down. Also, uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, um, Spotify, everywhere your podcasts are found, you can find Perfect Talk Podcast, um, and just rock out with your boys. Uh, Keith, you know what I discovered this week, man? Um, you ever watched All in the Family? Yep. Um, did you know there was a, well, 
there was obviously a lot of spinoffs to All in the Family. The Jeffersons was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but like All in the Family, I, I, I found out they had six spinoffs. And the only reason I found out was because I was randomly, you know, I got the, the TV joint I'll be telling you about where I'll be watching random stuff. And yeah. I came up on, a, on an episode, of, uh, all, I thought it was All in the Family, where like uh, his wife, I think Archie's Bunker is his name, and his wife's name is Edith. Um, like Edith died. And I'm like, Edith dies? During, <laughs> like, during the show? Or wait. Like the, in the plot? Okay. Yeah, in the, yeah, the character, Edith dies or whatever. And I'm like, when did this happen? <laughs> and come to find out, it was a whole other show called like Archie Bunker's Place. It was like a spinoff after All in the Family ended. But uh, the Jeffersons came from All in the Family. Um, Good Times apparently was a spinoff of it. Some show called Maud. It had like six shows, bro. I'm like, yo, I think they just ran. <laughs> they just like, I ain't coming up with no new ideas, but I don't know that. For, for a show that I knew since forever, if you would have asked me if there was like a spinoff to it, I'd have been like, no. <laughs> but it's like Archie with like, I guess um, Edith had like a niece or whatever come live with them and then she passed away. So he had, it's just him and the niece and he he uh, runs a bar or whatever. But it's, yeah, it was, I, I don't know. It blew my mind. But I guess I all that to say, what, what are you watching on television nowadays, brother? Well, uh, at, because when you said like just learning random shit, um, mm-hmm. like I watched, I just watched uh, Thirty Eight in the Garden. It's a HB on HBO Max. Okay, and it's about Jeremy Lin when he, he dropped Thirty Eight on Kobe's head. Mm-hmm. And but it kind of touches on like um, Asian American stereotypes and you know Asian Asian American dudes kind of like people taking away their masculinity, like as far as like perspective goes. Okay. And, um, but random shit is like, this dude, Jeremy Lin got a chip, man. <laughs> Jeremy Lin got a championship. Mello wanted him off the team. Like just learning shit that like you marveled at Jeremy Lin so much, like in the whole spectacle. That's like, yo man, this is a story behind it. This dude's a human dude. It was, um, couch surfing for a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he was, he had one foot out the league, one foot in, like. You know, people wasn't fucking with him like that. Then dude just say, all right, bet. Let's, let's ball. Dude was high school player of the year for the state of California. California's huge. Yeah. To be the best basketball player in, in a state that huge. To be a, the best basketball player for the state of Rhode Island would be huge. <laughs> it's for California. Word so, up. I mean, I, that's just a cool-ass story. They uh, One of the coolest Jeremy Lin moments was when I think Kenyon Martin was trying to get at him for cultural appropriation because he had, like, braids. Oh, uh, cornrows. Yeah. And he's like, don't you got like Chinese letters on your arm? <laughs> like, what are you talking about, bro? Man, it made it easy. Made <laughs> <laughs> it goddamn easy. Nah, but that was, that was yeah. That was, uh, Jeremy Lin's an interesting character. Um, Definitely just for what he been through and just what, I guess, what he stands for. But uh, yeah, no, he, you, to a lot of people out there probably did forget he won a ring with Toronto, right? So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, see what it is, man. But uh, Keith. Pleasure doing an episode with you, brother. Um, I can't wait to get back home to my house. Two more days, man. Two more days. Pray for your boy. Um, <laughs> and you know what I mean? But we're going to keep doing what we're doing, man. Say goodbye to the people, brother. Peace. Peace.